0: You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Rives, and this is episode 27, Making Assessments for Preschoolers Engaging. Oh, assessments and data collection. It's such a necessary evil for preschool teachers all over the globe. And while assessments and evaluations give us teachers the information we need to construct lessons and small groups, they aren't always very much fun for students. I mean, let's be honest, there aren't too many kids out there that are asking for you to test them. But the baseline data and the growth data really can share some great info So, you know, the probabilities of assessments going away, in my opinion, is pretty unlikely. But what's a preschool teacher to do who needs to do an assessment to gain that data, but also knows that they are a complete drag for our kids? Well, I suppose we do what we do with literally everything else and we find a way to make it engaging With some simple ideas, you can easily knock out all those assessments in a way in which children don't even really realize you're testing, which to me is a win. How, you might ask? Well, by incorporating games, hands-on tools, movements, and observations. I think those four pieces really can help us gain a look into what each child knows without hours of boringness. So let's break down each one of these assessment types. So let's start with assessing through games. By using single player or double player games that focus on a skill, you can gain some pretty great data without your students even realizing it. But don't complicate these games. They don't need to have a lot of parts They just need to feel like a game and not a chore. Examples, a cover-up game with shapes. Have students pull a shape card from a pile or from a really fun box, have them name the shape, and then cover up the matching shape on the board. With this game, you're able to see if the child can match the shape and name the shape at the same time. Awesome, right? Another example is the parking lot game. You can assess numeral recognition by creating parking spots for 10 toy cars. I just do this on a piece of paper. You label each spot 1 to 10 or 0 to 10, and you have 10 or 11 cars for children to use. You get to call it a numeral and see if the child can drive a car to the correct parking spot. I change this game to do a numeral to quantity match assessment by adding dot cards instead of calling out a number. So they are counting the dots on the card to see how many and then driving a car to that spot. They love this game, and one little tip with it is I usually do number one the very last because they generally always know number one, and then this kind of doesn't give it away in process of elimination. Another game that is so super simple are path games. Simple path games can show us if children can count with one-to-one correspondence. And if we add in some numeral cards, we can assess numeral recognition as well, numeral naming. So if they flip over a card and there's a number five, we can see if they can name that number five and see if they can count with one-to-one correspondence up to five. Another double whammy that makes assessing two for one, even better. The next type of assessment we're going to look at is using hands-on manipulatives or tools. Children love anything hands-on because they love to touch everything. So creating engaging assessments by just adding hands-on manipulatives or fun props can really get the job done in a way that doesn't feel so daunting and doesn't make them go, oh, do I have to do this again? Because none of us really want to hear that. You could use bear counters to work on sorting or patterning. You can start a color pattern and see if the child can extend it with the bear counters. Maybe you need students to name letters. You can lay out some letters and let students use a pointer to point to the letters and name them. Or maybe have them pull a letter out of a mystery box or a mystery hat and have them name that and stick it up on the magnet board Lots of just kind of more engaging ways to make them think that this is a game while you're also assessing them. Other fun ideas, use a fly swatter and have students whack a card and name the shape on it. Use a puppet and have students feed the puppet colors or shapes and name them while they feed the puppet. They love that one. Use mystery boxes with cards or manipulatives inside so they reach in and they pull it out and they name it. This works great with colors and shapes because it just adds a little bit more of a, Ooh, I'm going to reach my hand in here, see what's inside. And then I get to name it fun compared to the teacher holding it up. And I just have to say the name and she does this over and over. So you can kind of see the difference there because what I found with assessing is the hardest part is getting children to want to come and do something with me at the table. So if I approach it as a game, it's always a, oh, I want to play. When's my turn? As opposed to come over here and tell me these things that I need to know. And I find too that I am getting more accurate results because students aren't getting frustrated and saying, I'm done. I don't want to answer you anymore. So they're really staying engaged, which gives me more feedback on what they know. Another way to assess students is using movement. One thing preschool teachers know for sure is that little people like to move a lot. And so why not use this and add some movement to assessments? Ideas for this, you could try laying out shape, color, number cards on the carpet, have a child toss a beanbag on a card, and then name the card that the beanbag landed on or that the beanbag landed closest to. You could also lay cards at the end of the rug. And while students start at the other end, give them an action like hop to go get a card and then name it or hop to go find the shape triangle and have them hop down and grab a triangle and hop back, whichever way you want to do it. If you're looking for recognition, then you're going to say what to look for. Like go look for a triangle Or if you're looking for naming, you're going to say, hop down, grab a card, hop back to me and name it. Really fun way to get them moving, get the interest up, and also gain some good information. The last way to assess is one that we have been doing for a very long time, and that is observations. Children are always learning something new through play. So is there a skill that you could observe during free play that could be documented as an assessment? Sorting lends itself great to play because children sort often when they're using manipulatives in the math center or on the light table or when they're cleaning up. And so just taking that time to jot down a couple notes about that student and what you've seen and maybe even snapping a picture is just an easy way to gain some information on assessments, but also doing it in a way where we are just looking on and we are not even a part of their activity. Counting with one-on-one correspondence can also often be seen and heard through play. Document these things when they happen because children are showing you exactly what they know. With a little creativity, we can make assessments fun and informing and no more moaning and groaning the do I have to when it comes to assessments, which we all want that to be easier. Am I right? Since we are on the subject of assessments, I wanted to share with you that my assessment resources are in the process of getting some big updates. Not only will the assessments have a fresher look, They will also have more ways to assess in engaging ways. And there are now digital components, which I'm super excited about. These updates aren't live yet, but I did want to let my podcast listeners know that the price on all the assessment resources will be going up. So if you buy now, you can grab the resources at a lower price and the updates will be included for free when they're released next week. So find links to the assessment resources at the show notes at www.lovelycommotion.com episode 27. Keep being lovely. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely.